Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. My first MVP is going to go to somebody who lost BLG, which I think is, Mm. you know, not necessarily something that we usually do a lot. And maybe this is just me, you know, getting up on my soapbox here. But if you'll allow me, I'm giving the MVP to John Harbaugh. Hmm. John Harbaugh for making the decision, the correct decision, by the way, to go for two at the end of the Packers game. Now, obviously, they didn't get it. We know that. But I give credit to John Harbaugh. The reason he's my MVP is because he does smart things consistently, regardless of the bro- the blowback that he is going to get from everybody, especially the idiots that don't understand analytics and how they work, which, by the way, can I just say for the record, analytics does not mean go for it on fourth down every single time. I know that's what people like to think. That's not actually what they say. Sometimes the analytics tell you to kick, and sometimes coaches say, forget that, we're going for it anyway. But I give credit to John Harbaugh because, to me, part of the reason that the Ravens are so hard to kill is because he consistently makes great situational decisions. And I think in that Packers game, especially with your backup quarterback, when you have a chance to go ahead with less than a minute remaining by gaining two yards, you have to do it. Even though it didn't work out to me, that doesn't mean it's a bad decision. John Harbaugh gets my MVP. I was going to give it to Tyler Huntley potentially if the Ravens won that game because I thought he did a pretty good job of filling in against, you know, pretty tough Packers team in that Absolutely. spot. Um, there wasn't this, you know, like cataclysmic. Is that the right way you said that word? I don't know. There wasn't this catastrophic uh, drop off from Lamar to him, which is not the, we're not oh, at the point boy. of, no, we're not <laughs> at that point where you're like, Hey, should they not pay Lamar? And uh, is Tyler Huntley's a lot cheaper. Um, although the results maybe were, you know, somewhat similar. Lamar is better. Anyway, uh, yeah, I so I had no problem with what Harbaugh did. And I think anyone who listens to the show shouldn't be shocked by your take on this or my take on this. We're usually pretty pro go for it. Uh, we're not cowards here on the podcast. But uh, I, I mean, again, I think a lot of people look at that decision and say, like, that's an analytics decision, kind of like you touched on in Monday Football Monday touched on when I, I really don't think, you know, it's, it's more of a coin flip, I think, in that spot, typically. Um, but I'm all in favor of being aggressive. Now, I think you could argue, you know, the play call could have been better because yeah. I don't love the whole cut the field in half thing and roll out. And also, it seemed like you were trying to win the game on like Tyler Hartley's arm where like, you're, again, you you're took his mobility out of the picture. Like he was having success, especially on that drive, like sitting in the pocket, waiting for something. And then if nothing was there, he could take off and make a play happen. Well, in that play, 
couldn't really do that. It's like you're rolling out and uh, you like either the throw is there or it isn't. So I, I didn't love the play call. So that's definitely, um, I think that part of it is, is worth criticizing. Uh, on Brandon Staley, who I, I think is kind of like worth tying into this conversation because obviously that was a hot topic against the Chiefs. I think he did the right things too. Again, yes. some of the play calls might not have been good. And actually, if anything, I kind of have a take here that I don't think he was aggressive enough because there's a point in that game on Thursday night. And this happens a lot. And I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough stats. So now I have my platform to, to whine about it here or bring it to light here. If you have a chance to go for two and make it a nine point game, like the chargers did in that game, why aren't you doing it? It's two yards. You can make a whole nother, you can get a whole nother possession, the two point conversion. Like, and the other thing is too, if you miss it, it's still a seven point game. So the other team's probably just going to kick the extra point anyway. It's not like you're, you know, it's not like you're, going for you know eight and then oh you, you don't get it now we're only up six and now they can get the extra point and get ahead easily no it's like you have a chance to get either two possessions and like what's the risk so if anything i don't think the Chargers were aggressive enough in that game and i was saying it at the time as i was watching on thursday night uh so that's what i'll say about that i totally agree with you the extra possession means everything yards and points have never been cheaper in the nfl than they are right now the needing the extra possession changes the rest of the entirety of the game. So I totally agree with you, but I like that Brandon Staley and John Harbaugh after the game, were like, yep, we're doing it because we think it's the best thing to do and we're not going to apologize for it. And if enough coaches do that, we will drag these Neanderthal people who don't want to <laughs> actually take the time to understand what analytics actually are. And we will drag them over to enlightenment and all the things that people said about baseball when the analytics movement was taking over baseball were all proven wrong yet we're dragging out all the same stupid flawed logic when it comes to football as if football is so complicated and so much different it's not it's not so credit to brandon staley credit to john harbaugh and i love the fact that brandon staley was like this is what we do and you brought it up like he doesn't always follow the analytics. Isn't that what what coaches want? Right. They don't want these teams to blindly follow a spreadsheet. Isn't that what they love to say? Well, Brandon Staley's not doing that. He's looking at the numbers and he's deciding for himself what he wants to do. That's supposed to be the ideal that everybody's clamoring for. Yet even when we get that, people complain because we're too concerned with results over process. Uh, I agree that results over process is way to uh troubling of a thing in today's world that we just focus on especially as someone who coming from rooting for the sixers where it's all about trusting the process baby although sixers not go. looking so hot but we don't have to talk about that uh, big <laughs> win over the celtics last night that's fine uh stats the ravens are in the number eight spot which is just on the outside looking in if the season were to end today uh sorry to rachel um you know the the bengals overtook the lead in the AFC North. Do the Ravens even make the playoffs stats? Keep in mind, they have the third toughest remaining schedule. They have to play the Rams. They have to play the Bengals, who beat them before. And they get Pittsburgh again, who obviously beat them. So do Whoa. the Ravens even make the playoffs? Wow, that is a brutal stretch to end the season. It's hard for me to judge the Ravens because normally, like, I... Well, look at the two teams in a matchup, consider what they've been throughout the season and kind of make my pick. But with the Ravens, like they are rarely blown out to me. Like they play teams tough and smart. And so 
you might look at that schedule and say, I don't know if they have a shot, but I think that they are going to be in a lot of these games. How banged up is Lamar? Is he going to be back this week? I don't know. That is a factor. Although Huntley, like you said, has played well. I think they're going to find a way to get in. I think Cincinnati is a year too early. I think that they do not have the kind of same battle-tested team that Baltimore has. I could see the Ravens or the uh, Bengals, excuse me, just making a couple of bonehead type plays down the stretch that maybe cost them a game or two. I think the Ravens are going to sneak in. What about you? Hmm. I think it's tough. I mean, I still like the Chargers. Um, obviously, they're going to burn me though, so so maybe that's something to consider. <laughs> Although the Chargers do get the Broncos and the Raiders, which I think are winnable games um, for them, and then they get the Texans, which should be winnable as well. And then you look at Buffalo, and they have some easier games too. I mean, they get the Patriots, which is you know tough. Although you know maybe they can beat them, but then they get the Jets and the Falcons, and I think they beat those teams. Mm. So you know it's it's kind of looking tight there. I think it's, it might come down to the division itself. I think the Ravens, like, it's probably a must win against the Bengals. Like, you have to win that game to give yourself the chance. So uh, it's tough. It's it's competitive. It's a competitive field, uh, not only for, you know, the wildcard spots there in AFC, but obviously the, the North as well. It'll be interesting to see who wins that division. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.